in the ground, they're not on the ground. Yeah, he's laying, he's laying down, he's laying down. Thank you, thank you. I'm gonna give him a kit. I'm giving him a shotgun. He has no gun. This dude deserves our friendship. And hugs. Hello, my name is Paul Miller, and I'm joined by my colleague and maybe friend, Dan Seifert. <laughs> hey, friend. Hey, maybe friend. Uh, Dan, <laughs> on July 18th, you tweeted, I will never understand the fascination with watching other people play video games. And, you know, at the time, I thought about tweeting back at you some, some fire arguments, but I, instead I let it fester. And at this point, um, I just feel like I really needed to have it out with you face to face. I um, I love Twitch. I watch people play video games on YouTube. I watch people play video games just in real life. I find it fascinating, and I feel like your lack of understanding of my fascination um, is a barrier between our maybe friendship. Who? Okay, this is getting serious real fast. Uh, so I guess I should say that on, I believe it was June or July 18th, whenever I posted that tweet. 2.51 p.m., 18th of July, 2017. <laughs> so just about a month ago. Yeah. Um, so this the, the timing of that tweet was actually during the Polygon versus The Verge uh, uh, Player Unknown Battleground or PUBG live stream so uh if you're not familiar we had a team of uh verge employees that were playing a team against a team of polygon employees in this seemingly very popular game right now um and and we live streamed it and you could tune in and watch and so as a responsible verge employee who was not playing the game i tuned in to watch and I found it really, really boring, yeah. and I and I'm watching it, and it's going really slow, and there's like banter between you know the teams. I'm watching Polygon stream, and I'm watching Verge's stream, and there's a little bit of different banter on each side. But overall, it was just like, why am I watching this when either I could be personally playing the game, which seems more engaging to me or more enjoyable, or I could be doing literally anything else. So that was what spurred on that tweet. And I did get some fire for it on Twitter, as usual, as one expects from Twitter. But a lot of people kind of agreed with me too. Like they they didn't they didn't they didn't get it either. So, you know, maybe you can explain to me why it's interesting to watch someone play a video game instead of just playing it yourself. Yeah, well I think there's a bunch of different reasons. Because there's different types of watching people play video games. And so if I'm just gonna make them up I'd say the three buckets, it's basically professional esports player, right? Mm -hmm. And the way I would explain that to the layman is imagine if uh, Tom Brady like wore a GoPro during his like practices with the Patriots. Okay. Like you could see like Tom Brady was live broadcasting him being really good at football in a practice context. Now, why do you say a practice context as opposed to like? The Super Bowl. Well, because there's 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 two versions of it. I watch like live esports where it's an actual competition and it's like people there's like sportscaster type people exp you know explaining the action and a lot of times there's a live crowd and people are cheering and that's almost exactly like watching sports. But one of the nice things that like Twitch has is a lot of professional esports gamers who their career is being very good at a video game will just sit there 
and uh, play the video game. Like the greatest or the greatest American or not necessarily American. He plays in North America. Tsim Bjergsen okay. will stream on Twitch himself playing League of Legends. And he just talks about whatever he wants to. And he'll say a little bit about the game. And he plays it in a relatively more casual way. Uh, but you get to watch this person be absolutely amazing at the game in his spare time. So he's just like basically playing the game and slaughtering all these terrible people who are really bad at the game compared to him. Yeah, I mean, Maybe you don't realize that they're playing against him? He doesn't win every game. Oh, people definitely know that they're playing against him. Okay. So that there's like that that professional side. And then there's the the more like I I view them almost as like comedians or personalities. So one of my favorite uh like Twitch moments was uh Giant Waffle teamed up with Bacon Donut. Sounds like a good name. To start what they called the Breakfast Club. I'm into it. And they were just on a Minecraft server. And they're just two fun, relatively funny, interesting, nice people playing Minecraft at at a relatively high level. And 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 there are a lot of games that you could play yourself, but to get to the level that uh, someone is when they're playing, like Crip has a, a very extensive collection of Hearthstone cards, or a lot of Path of Exile players have spent thousands of hours building up characters or something like that. So you're watching two people who put hundreds of hours into this one Minecraft game, and so they make it a very elaborate world for themselves. And there's you know great interaction, and they're really nice. And so I feel like that's that's another reason. I feel like there's some of it is almost like watching reality TV as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of reasons to watch people play video games. So I, I think I, I understand the esports side of things. Like I get if you're watching someone who's very, very good at something do something like I might like to watch a football like a, a football game and uh, they're playing at a very high level. Or if you watch like the Olympics, they're they're competing at a very high level, even though like, you know, anybody can go in a pool and swim. You know, not everybody can do what um, uh, an Olympic swimmer can do. Mm. So, and like, so I can understand that angle for watching the esports competitions. And then, like you mentioned, the if they're practicing or whatever. Um, and, and the other part is interesting as far as just like reality TV entertainment. I guess what it failed for me or like really left me like confused or why people are interested is when it's just like amateurs and they're just like goofing off and it feels like when i was watching the the pubg stream it felt like inside the game was this giant in joke and i wasn't part of it and i was outside of it and i didn't get it and nothing was really explained or like what they were doing and i'm like well why am i watching this like i'm just gonna go do something else i i mean that's it so already i would say that you do understand the fascination of people watching video games in some instances some games and some people you could you could understand that fascination, but they're, if they're doing something that's like really hard to do, and right. like it's something that I couldn't do, and maybe they're like able to play this game at a different level than I could do. But if they're just like you know, like the the the, the one thing that I don't understand are like is like the let's play genre on mm. YouTube, like what PewDiePie has made his like entire name off of and stuff like that, and it's just like they're just kind of playing a video game, and I could be playing that video game. And so, like, why am I watching them play the video game? Yeah. I mean, what the PewDiePie's big early success was was playing horror games and get and screaming. 
Like he would scream when he'd get scared. And that was like a huge draw for a lot of people was watch him be scared vicariously. And there is something about sometimes some things like some things are easier to take vicariously. Like for me, I'm really bad at most video games. So I would find them frustrating to play myself, like Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. I just can't get anywhere in that game. So I enjoy like watching someone else play it. And they get frustrated, but I don't have to be as frustrated as they are. And in fact, you mentioned the inside joke thing. Uh, like one of the so one of the most popular Twitch streamers of all time is is Kriparian. And he originally got popular playing like Diablo and World of Warcraft and they moved to Path of Exile. And then when Hearthstone came out, or which he calls Hearthstone, he uh, started playing that and, and became super successful at it. Kriparian is famous for what's called being salty. And so he gets mad when things happen in the game that, you know, are called RNG, like, you know, random occurrences out, you know, the dice roll doesn't go in his favor. Yeah. And he starts, I mean, I remember doing that when I was like eight yeah. and like getting really frustrated at my Genesis game. Right. And so that doesn't sound like good entertainment, but the entire Twitch chat turned that in an, to an opportunity to collectively make fun of him. This person who they enjoy watching... They start putting in the salt emo uh, um, uh, twitch emotes, um, and you know, they, they, it's just a huge collective joke. There's a lot of like inside humor, uh, and you know, you mentioned the Polygon stream, right? So mm -hmm. the it, the Polygon versus Verge playing PUBG. Polygon had been playing as a group, which they call the Awful Squad, and putting those videos on YouTube. The Verge hadn't been playing together as a, as an entertainment group. They were just people who played together to play the actual game. And I think that's mm -hmm. important to note. Not everybody who plays a game can make it entertaining. And if you go to mm -hmm. Twitch and click on any game, you'll see the top you know, players of that game have you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 concurrent viewers. You quickly get down to people who are in the hundreds, and you quickly after that get to people who are streaming for like one or two people. So there is actually a very small sliver of the, of the population who can play video games in such a way that is actually entertaining to watch. And Awful Squad, as its name suggests, drives entertainment value by being very bad at the game and being completely uncooperative and being like relatively funny people. You know, you have Justin McElroy and Griffin McElroy who are basically comedians, like adding mm -hmm. a lot of entertainment value. So that's my thinking on that. But you're right, a lot of inside jokes. Yeah, maybe it's something that like, you know, if you don't watch football often and then all of a sudden you're thrown in front of a screen for a football game, you're probably not going to get a lot out of it because you don't know what the plays are, what the rules are necessarily, you don't know the objective maybe. Like my wife doesn't get anything out of watching football if I'm watching it. But if it's something that you've watched a lot or have had a lot of exposure to, then you enjoy it more. Maybe maybe that's where it is, like especially with like PUBG. Like I, I really, I don't even know the premise of the game so like uh maybe that's why i was kind of lost there and it didn't it didn't help that i was like thrown into what is mostly an amateur's right poking around this game i mean PUBG is basically hunger games yeah the first book that's that's basically what <laughs> you not, need to not, 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 not the sequels just the first book well spoiler <laughs> alert but the sequels she kind of breaks out you know <laughs> PUBG, you don't break out you just die or you live and if you win you get winner, winner, chicken dinner. Cool. That's uh -huh. that's most of PUBG. Okay, so, I yeah, it's interesting. A lot of professional sports. There's been a lot of like talk about how professional sports are packaged because they try to create like more emotional 
narratives about the actual players and like they'll zoom in on players reactions from the sidelines like mm-hmm. they're frustrated or they're bored or something like that or a coach is angrily yelling into his like headset or something like that yeah. or they try to create narratives outside of that i do think there is something about video games when you watch it you don't really get a lot of that uh, except for in the high-end professional esports broadcasts you yeah. have to bring all that context yourself. All right. So to bring this around, yeah. if I wanted to maybe check out some streams that would be entertaining for me as not as someone who like doesn't really even play video games at all, all that often. I, most most times if I'm playing a game, it's on my phone and it's because I'm like trying to kill time. Mm. Um, and maybe hasn't really gotten why someone would enjoy this. Are there any specific things that you can suggest that uh, someone should check out? Someone like myself. Well, what kind of you? You don't really play a lot of video games at all. No, like I, I mean, I used to. Just now, like you know, life's gotten in the way. So I play a lot of Temple Run. Yeah, it's a good time killer on my phone or in the bathroom. But I haven't had like a traditional console or PC gaming system in a long time. Um, and if I did, it, it hasn't been hooked up in a long time. So. Uh, I'm kind of just like an outsider to video games. I appreciate them. I think they're cool and I like them and I get why people like playing them. I just like, don't have the time in my life to d- dedicate to them. Yeah, this is this is tough. I don't even know. I don't know what you would enjoy. I feel like one of the like most obviously accessible things about these is watching someone be a master at something that you've struggled at. Yeah. So like I play a lot of Overwatch. I'm really bad at it. I really to blow off steam. I go watch somebody be really good at it. One of my favorite streamers in the world is named Seagull. And he's kind of an example of a pro esports player. And I'm sure he'll be on a professional uh, Overwatch team uh, going forward. But mostly right now he's known for just streaming and just being a very kind, upbeat person. Like something with a lot of competitive games is you have to have this incredibly good attitude because otherwise you you become toxic and you yell and you blame everybody else um and for a team game that just doesn't work yeah is there like um like you know when i think of like professional sports people pick a team and follow a team and then they root for that team that's part of like what they're doing when they're watching is like they want to see their team win yeah is there like do you have a specific player that you root for or team if it's like a competitive thing that you like you you always watch their matches and like you always are like hoping that they come out victorious well in uh, league of legends i root for tsm which has been mostly the dominant team tsm bjergsen right uh, okay. most mostly the dominant team in league of legends so they're like the yankees ba- yeah basically I wrote a primer about League of Legends, like of how to watch it and enjoy it. And one of the things you can watch for is just watching. A lot of these games are balanced in such a way that it's relatively hard to kill someone on the other team, you know, in a like a battle type game. So when someone shows up and like deletes an enemy player's health bar, that's really exciting. Um, <laughs> right now, the Overwatch World Cup has been ongoing, so you can root for America. Which is cool. it, it already advanced through the first round of the playoffs. They won their group stage, and their they, so it's structured very similar to a World Cup. So it's like basically every weekend, um, there's there's that kind of, and that's exciting because it's in front of a live crowd, and you can hear like a hometown like cheering. You know, like after America would win a game, you'd have people running around with American flags, and like uh, so that's very exciting. You play play the national anthem. 
I don't know if they played the national anthem. I didn't see that happen. Yeah, those seem like the most, the most exciting. Yeah, probably watching Overwatch. It's yeah. pr- it's pretty. I find it pretty easy to. I find it easier to understand than League of Legends because League of Legends has a lot going on behind the scenes of like which items different characters have and their builds mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's hard to follow. Um, it's tough. Yeah, I don't know where to start. Maybe I get it, Dan. Maybe I get it. <laughs> I don't know what the hook would be. You'd have to already be obsessed with a game or a personality who played a game you liked and then moved to a different game, like like with Crip uh. from Path of Exile to Hearthstone. It's tough. I'll I'll send you a link to when the Overwatch World Cup's live next next okay. time and see what you think about it. I'm sorry. I and, and so that, that Overwatch is like a competitive thing where they have announcers and you said they have a, a live audience and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people are like kind of coaching you along as you watch. Yeah. They'll explain. I mean, there's, there's a lot of jargon. Um, yeah. But they'll explain like the basically, I mean, because the thing is, is you can always root for anything. If you, one, if, if announcer says someone's losing and someone's winning, you can at least choose sides. <laughs> and and root for the furthest furtherance of dominance or for a reversal of fortune. There's that that real basic. Yeah, I can understand that. And you know the nice thing is they're color coded. One team's blue and one team's red. <laughs> that's that's like how my five year old watches uh, watches uh, sports. Let's so. let's reverse this. Let's say I'm spending too much time watching other people like play video games. What's something that I could do that is real? And that you find fascinating, and and you know more productive use of my time. I well, no, so my my re- instant reaction is like, why don't you just go play the video games? But you said that you know maybe these video games are particularly challenging and they're not enjoyable to play, but it's more enjoyable to watch someone else be good at it. Like mm. I think of I'm I'm you know I'm not terrible at sports, but I'm not really great at a lot of sports. Um, I'm not, uh, I'm not like a good runner. Mm. So if I'm watching a football player, a football game, or even a basketball game or baseball game, if I'm watching them do it all really good, it's more enjoyable than probably like trying to drag me outside to do it. Um, so I, I get that. Um, I don't know. What do you watch? There's lots of things. You, what do I watch? Yeah. I watch bad TV. I've been watching a lot of YouTube, um, videos because like, I've been kind of getting back into taking photos and, and doing photography and stuff. So I've been watching a lot of tutorials and gear videos on YouTube on how to like edit photos and stuff like that. And I've like wasted a lot of time doing that, which is like not going to be super exciting for someone who's not into photography. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. A lot of the Twitch streamers will, they'll maybe even still be streaming, but then they'll like turn off all their overlays and like notifications that they typically get from like new subscribers and donations and stuff. And they'll record a tutorial for YouTube. And see a lot of like the learning content about video games ends up on YouTube where if Mm -hmm. you just want to watch somebody play, it's on Twitch. Interesting. I'll have to check it out. Tutorials. It's good. That's good. I've, you know, good for you. Do you, I I just assume, and then maybe this is hateful of me. I just assume you watch like HGTV. I do watch a lot of HGTV. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't I understand that. that fascination. Maybe because I don't own a home. Yeah, I mean, HGTV is like you like the uh, parallel you made earlier. It's it's reality TV, mm. so it's 
very not very deep it's very mindless and everything's the same if you watch a show on hgtv like every single episode of that show is going to have the exact same structure and exact same format and uh it's pretty much all sunshine and rainbows mm-hmm. like it's there's no there's no like sadness on hgtv mm. nothing bad ever happens everyone ends up with like this like like really nice home at the end of the episode <laughs> that you, maybe you, you want <laughs> do you watch it with ads i mean there's commercials so you watch the commercials sure because like it's aired on tv like i it, it i can't fast forward them so you could dvr it and watch it later yeah but that's like part of the thing is like hgtv is like not a thing that i want to watch later like i don't want to set a time and be like right. i'm gonna go watch hgtv it's gonna be like oh it's like 10 p.m I'm kind of like dozing off and I'll just put HGTV on for a few minutes and like fall asleep to that or whatever. Right. Or like, you know, it's just like, oh, there's nothing to do. I'm just kind of like killing time. I'll just turn the TV on and whatever was on, is on there. Uh, that's what HGTV is like. It's not like Game of Thrones where it's like, okay, it's 9 p.m. on a Sunday. I've blocked off this time. Everything else stops. I watch Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah, I would say as a final minor advantage of primarily watching people play video games as my entertainment i pay for youtube red and i pay for twitch prime and i never have to see an ad and <laughs> that's it's, pretty nice it's really wonderful it's a whole yeah. different way of living okay well i think we've um i think we can at least i you know what i can respect you as a friend <laughs> uh, i feel i feel i i understand that you I, I understand your lack of fascination there's not one specific hook for you to get into it yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough thing to break into, I think, is, is really what it is. And, you know, that's what makes it harder to understand if you're not already in there. And if you are in, you've built that insider knowledge, so it's more valuable to you. Right, totally. <sighs> All right. Well, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Paul. You don't, have to, fun. You don't have to delete this tweet. It's fine. Okay. Ringing in the backyard, pulling up in your fast car, whistling my name. Open up a beer and you get over here and play a video game.